Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What up, y'all? I'm Naomi. And I'm Andy. We're a real-life couple and a real-life couple of comedians. You know Naomi from Two Dub Queens and Broad City. And Andy's written for everyone from Pete Holmes to Cedric the Entertainer. Besides our exciting TV credits, we're also the hosts of the comedy podcast Couples Therapy, which features stand-up comedians who are close doing sets together about their relationship. You'll hear from siblings who should not be roommates, married couples who hate each other's moms, and co-hosts who have become co-dependent. Episodes feature everyone from SNL's Sashir Zameda and Nailed It's Nicole Byer to Daily Show correspondents Ronnie Chang and Roy Wood Jr. Not to mention First Wives Club's Michelle Buteau and Crazy Ex-Girlfriend's Rachel Bloom. And sometimes we even have guests come into the studio to talk about relationships. Like when Danielle Brooks from Orange is the New Black came in and I tried to make her my friend. How'd that work out? Not great! I mean, tune in and find out! The Couples Therapy Podcast is like if therapy was funny and you didn't have to pay for it. New episodes drop every Tuesday. Download it on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, back on the Eddie and Rocky show. Rock out again today. Rachel in for one more day. One more wonderful day with you. It's always a lovely place. I know. We have so much fun together. We so, just hang out and make magic. That's what I like to tell people. We make magic when we're in here. Well, it was especially nice yesterday when we had to work for about 21 minutes. And Molly Wellman showed up with Irish whiskey. Never a bad day. See? Magic. That's radio excellence right there. But it still is Friday round about this time, and we love talking to this guy. Here on the AcuteHearingCenters.com hotline, Ken Brew. How in the heck are you? What's going What's that? How in the heck are you? Oh, good. I thought you asked me how drunk I am. <laughs> well, it is Friday. <laughs> Well, yeah. Then you're I retired. Mean, I, no, yeah, you I know. Normally, normally, I don't start on any day before one thirty, but I've been busy today, so you know. <laughs> you know, you gotta let it slide a little bit, man. Yeah, Way I might let buck it up. slide until we're done, or maybe sooner, depending on how long it goes. Well, hey, knock back a shot or two. So, yeah, absolutely. So, okay. you have Irish whiskey in there yesterday, huh? Yeah, little, uh, just a little taste. Man, I'll tell you what. Whenever I fill in for Sloan or Willie, there's nothing there. I think there's Ron's Roost on a Thursday, and that's about it. Well, you know, I remember the good old days when you had food every day. Remember those days? Oh, we had like two or three different restaurants showing. I know. This week. Yeah. <laughs> so you week need to hang out with us. You every, need to hang out with yeah, us. But every day, in. though, it was good Lord. Well, so, I think they look and they see, okay, who's hosting today? Oh, it's not the regular guy. It's him. <laughs> ah, we don't have to go. <laughs> that's when you get the chips and salsa. That's right. <laughs> that's, that's right. Here, have some napkins. <laughs> right. Uh, so, so Ken, uh, a couple of things to cover here. The, the uh, free agency this week. The Bengals, uh, everybody's talking about it. I saw a national publication today, and I think it was USA Today, that said the Bengals mysteriously are trying to rebuild the 2018 lineup again. Yeah. Now, your thought, did they totally lose this free agency period? That's what everybody's saying. I think more teams than the Bengals will lose the free agency uh, game than the Bengals will, just because when you play it and you play it heavily – the chances of you losing are better simply because you're going to sign players or reach for players or get involved in negotiations for players 
that ultimately aren't going to work out. We know that. It happens every year. You can see it. But by standing pat, basically, and I know that they, they brought in a guard today and they've got a cornerback that came in, it's, it's the way they play it. They bring in safe players. They bring in players that really aren't going to change the dynamic of the team but may be able to fill a hole and do a job. In the, in the world of wrestling lexicon, they bring jobbers in. They brought in, you know, these guys are jobbers. They're not, they're not people that are going to make the team any better. They're going to kind of like be a placeholder. The guy they brought in today, John Miller, who's a right guard, played with the Bills, played at, you know, I guess okay. I mean, uh, it wasn't a great year last year for guards in the NFL. Very few of them graded out well, but, He's better than Alex Redmond. Well, hell, the three of us are better than Alex Redmond. But he's better than Alex Redmond, and he, he. So at least you plug a hole that's there. Um, but they, they do. The, the Bengals just just do things that defy logic, like the Bobby Hart deal. Correct. Well, that, a, that's what everybody was all the over. That was interested in that guy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and 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 so so to answer your question, a lot of these teams that go crazy during free agency, um, most of the time it doesn't work out. But and I will say this for a team like the Bengals that have been horrible the last three years, and I don't want to hear about injuries or anything like that. Right. They needed somebody that a would appreciably change the dynamic of that roster and make an impact on the field immediately. And B, create some buzz in this city. There's zero buzz in this city right now about the Bengals. I can tell you that. There's nobody talking about the Bengals and how excited they are and this and that. And I don't, I don't understand why that shouldn't play into the way they go about their business because they gotta get rear ends in the seats. That's the one reason or the compelling reason they, they, they use to get rid of Marvin Lewis. Well, I saw something in the paper today. A.J. McCarron has been released by the Raiders. Yeah. And immediately people are like, yeah. A.J.'s coming back. Yeah, well, he might. I, 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 I guarantee he will. Yeah, well, the, the, you know, the, the Bills dumped him. Yeah. And he goes out to Oakland, and they dump him. So is he better than the guy that they've got now, Driscoll? I mean, I don't know. I mean, he's got NFL starts in meaningful situations under his belt. Driscoll just finished up last season mopping up after Dalton got hurt. That guy is any any answer to their their problems. I really don't. I just think you know, okay, bring him back. Everybody knows who he is. They know his wife. They they like him and all that. But but I don't think he changes the course of of the destiny for this team. Well, you know, and you got his wife who's super hot, as we found out on uh, national television a few years back. <laughs> yes. That's the selling yeah. point. <laughs> and she a, is that beautiful. I've seen her at Sephora in person. She is right. really so that pretty. So that's worth at least three or four wins there, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh, it's just the Bengals. I mean, it's the way they've done business ever since I've been around the team. It's the way Mike wants to do business. Um, you know, the, the, the division is changing. I, I think Baltimore is going to be better than some people think. I don't think the Steelers are going to be paralyzed by the loss of Bell. They'll find somebody. They'll find somebody to replace yeah, Antonio do. Brown. Maybe not somebody as, as good as him. But it's not like they're going to cash in the chips. Uh, and, and Cleveland, obviously, is the darling of the division. So... Uh, I, I I don't know. I I just I just sense that this is typical Bengals. You wait for everybody to spend their money and then you bottom feed. We asked uh, Skinny earlier this week if it's time for the fan base to panic. What's your take? Should Bengals fans be panicking yet, or should we give the team a little bit more time to work through the free agency and the draft? And well, if I can believe my Facebook feed, I got an answer for I, you. But, yeah, I think but, I have but, a feeling too, but, but I, just, I want your opinion and, and your thoughts. 
Well, I mean, here, here's the deal. I mean, if you're a fan, what has happened since the end of December that would get you excited? Mm-hmm. Well, they got rid of Marvin Lewis. If you think Marvin Lewis was the root of all evil with this team, then, then you're happy, right? But what have they done? They had to wait almost a month for their head coach to be available. Then they went through five guys before they, they hired a defensive coordinator. I mean, they had people turning them down. I mean, coaches that have great resume. And they hired a bunch of assistant coaches that, frankly, I, you know, I, I mean, that didn't excite. Yeah. The only guy they've gotten in that staff, they, they've got 24 coaches now. The only guy they've brought in that actually made me go, wow, that's not bad, is when they brought Mark Duffner in, former defensive coordinator at Tampa, was a head coach at Maryland when I was out there. He was with the Bengals for a while under Dick LeBeau. Yep, no uh, that, you know, there's a veteran. There's a guy that's got some, some gravitas to him. But the rest of these guys, I, I mean, I don't know. There's just Like I said, if they had gone out first day of free agency and they brought in an impact player, Earl Thomas, for example, like the, the Ravens did, or not that they would do this, but Le'Veon Bell, or somebody that would make somebody stop and say, whoa, it's like when the, bank, when the Reds yeah. traded, made that trade with the Dodgers and they got Yasuil Puig and they got um, uh, Matt Camp. People said, whoa, yeah, that got everybody's attention. Now, whether or not it pans out, I don't know, but there's no whoa factor right now with the Bengals. So, so to answer your question, Rachel, should they panic? I wouldn't panic. I mean, now, there's plenty of time for that. But I'm looking for a reason to buy into this thing as opposed yeah. to just watching them bottom feed on what's left of free agency. Which they do, as you pointed out, every year. That's now, a we, modus operandi for them. We have Selection Sunday coming up on uh, on Sunday. Your, yeah. uh, your thoughts as far as the local fair goes. Obviously, Xavier's going to have to win their uh, conference. Yeah, they're going to have to win. I, I, I mean, they're going to have to win – their quarterfinal game tonight, they're going to have to do that. Um, do you think that gets them in, though, without winning? Uh, no, not really. I really okay. don't. I, I, I honestly think they probably they have to at least get to the championship game for them to be on. They're on nobody's. I mean, all of the, the big swingers right now, um, you know, pretty much have written them off. Now, if they if they get to the championship game, different story. But I, I, I think by winning yesterday, they're in the NIT. I think they're they're, they're solid in the NIT right now. How about you? Uh, you say, what bothered. do you think? What are they what? right now? Are they an eight nine seed? Who's that? Cincinnati? Yeah. Regardless of what happens now. Yeah. Uh, regardless of what happens, they're probably at least they're at least an eight because I would say they're one of the top thirty two teams in the country. Okay. And they may be a nine. But what bothers me about UC is they've got nobody that's putting the ball in the net other than Jaron Cumberland. And you can't go into you can't go into a tournament with one guy as your as your as your big offensive threat and expect to make a run in the tournament. So do they get in? Sure. Are they an eight nine seed? Yeah, probably. Maybe a seven if they if they run the table here in the tournament. But honestly, I mean, if you look at them right now, uh, once they're in, what do you got? You know, you got Jaron. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Cumberland and a bunch of guys who could be there one night and might not be there the next night. So, so I don't know. I, I, I do think that if Mick could figure out a way uh, to get the ball in somebody else's hands other than Cumberland and that guy can get the ball in the net, then the way they play defense, I think they could make a run. But those are huge, big ifs. 
So, Ken Brew, what are you going to be doing on this radio station this weekend? Well, tomorrow we're going to talk about income tax audits. We're going to be talking about uh, th- this whole thing that happened, unfortunately, today uh, in New Zealand and why it's not such a stretch of the imagination to uh, to see that it could happen on our soil. It's just it's it's prevalent. You know, these whack jobs are out there that think that they're going to make a great name for themselves and go down in flames doing it. And we're also going to be talking to a guy who's uh, made a movie. He's in town. I think that they have a... Uh, the uh, film festival is in town this week. He's made a movie, and uh, the central character in the movie is deaf. And uh, he's going to be joining us in studio to talk about that. And then Sunday, we got a lot of, we're, you know, we're going to do the NCAA, and we're going to do uh, Reds, and we're going to do uh, the NFL draft and free agency. And then I got a guy that I, I don't know how I stumble onto these people, Eddie, but this guy is one of the greatest blues guitarists I've ever heard in my life. A lot of people don't know who he is, but he's got 21 albums out. And if you listen to his stuff, it is absolutely nailed. He's got a brand new album out. The guy's name is is Gary Hoey, and he's on the he's on the tour right now. His album uh, Neon Highway Blues just dropped today, and we're gonna and, and we're gonna talk about that whole that whole genre of blues music where you know every night, every Friday night, in every bar in Cincinnati, you got somebody who thinks they're Stevie Ray Vaughan, <laughs> and we're gonna talk about the difference between playing in front of thirty drunks who are screaming at you, yeah, give me some tightrope, tightrope, yeah. uh, or and, and as a guy that actually made it on his own, and he's done very very well. So Excellent. that's what we're gonna be doing this week. Love that stuff, buddy. Thanks All so right. much, Ken. You guys take care of yourselves. I tell everybody I know you, both and of you. Aww. Quit your bragging. There you go. <laughs> See you, See buddy. You. There is uh, Ken Brew. Uh, check in with the traffic. Robbie, what's going on? Does anybody say they ever know me? .com. Eddie with Rachel in for Rock. Rock back on uh, Monday. So we got Pete Combs from ABC News coming up. The dangers of the of airline flight these days, in particular the Boeing uh, seven thirty seven that's all over the news. Now I saw a preview of this, and there's some shocking stuff that I didn't know. And I hate to fly, and now I'm terrified to fly. That's what I was going to ask you as a uh, fearsome flyer. Fearsome. What kind of drugs am I on to be fearsome? I have to have some some serious sedatives to get on a flight. Really? Oh yeah, I have to have something that will. Knock me out to get off. Like Sean Kelly is the same way. Really? Mm-hmm. He's even meet. worse. Yeah. yeah, he's even worse than I am. So we're the two biggest babies to fly with. Well, when I first started flying, the first time I was ever on an airplane, I was a little sketchy about it. But then I figured, ah, hell, if I die, it's not going to take long. That, well, la- that last 30 seconds is going to be hell. And that's how <laughs> I am once I get on the plane. And once the plane starts to take off, I'm fine. Because I'm like, if stuff goes wrong now, it's all over. Uh, there's nothing to worry about. You can't do anything. So it's the getting onto the plane. It's the boarding and all of that and waiting, seeing the plane. See, get in. I can't. My wife knows a guy who flies all the time. He's a pilot. And she's gone. They were just talking in general about flight. And she's saying, man, it's when we're landing, that just scares the hell out of me. I, I can't wait until we get up to the gate. He goes, what are you worried about landing? That's the easy part. Taking off. That's scary. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's right. So now, as soon as we go to play, she's burying her fingernails <laughs> in my arm. Nice. Thanks, buddy. That's coming up along with John Matteries. But now the news. News Radio 700 WLW. Ownstatements.com. 
with Rachel in for Rocky. They have found the black box, at least, and this guy will know for sure, of the Ethiopian plane that crashed just the other day. Pete Combs, ABC, and they're finding some interesting stuff out here. Yeah, we're seeing some really interesting things among the the, uh, information that they're getting from the black boxes in France and from air traffic control transmissions. What we're seeing is a lot of similarities between the crash Sunday uh, in Ethiopia near Addis Ababa of this uh, 737 MAX 8 and the crash back in October just off the coast of Indonesia in the Java Sea of a Lion Air 737 MAX 8. In both cases, everyone on board killed. And what we're seeing are remarkable vertical and, uh, well, vertical accelerations going up and going down. Uh, and that talks to a lot of similarities, uh, between, uh, between the two disasters. Um, and, and a lot of last moment sort of, uh, I don't want to say panic because pilots are really trained to move, move, move in a certain order trying to deal with these kinds of, of, of disasters. But at some point, it was very clear in the Ethiopian uh, air uh, traffic control transmissions just how panicked these guys really were. And, and you yourself are a pilot, is that correct? That's right. And so, Pete, explain what's going on here. It sounds like the autopilot is taking over, and these guys are, they don't know how to fight it. Yeah, they're looking right now at the autopilot. Um, They're looking at this suspect uh, bit of software called MCAS, which is designed to help in unstable situations, to help the pilots regain control of the aircraft. Uh, And and they're saying that that this software may have been pushing the nose of the aircraft down. And the most, uh, I think the most telling bit of, information that they've seen at the crash site so far. And what really led the FAA to say, okay, we're grounding all uh, 737 MAX series aircraft in the United States. Other countries have made the same decision. And I think that the, the bit of evidence that they're looking at is the jack screw, which at the back of the aircraft, this is this uh, threaded, uh, large threaded bolt that controls the elevators. The elevators make the plane go up and down. And what they're seeing is that the elevators were deflected almost to full down. They, they were, it was as if something, whether the pilots or the software uh, that I was describing a moment ago, was pushing the, the nose wow. of the aircraft down, and that's ultimately what killed it. And that's ultimately what killed, apparently, the Indonesian flight as well. Wow. Um, I was reading some of what we got prepped on before you came uh, on with us, and it said that autopilot... Um, the, the software is used at just 400 feet after takeoff. Yeah. So essentially, as soon as they're in the air, right? basically, as soon as they're in the air and it continues all the way to the destination, basically. Um, can you talk to us about just autopilot in oh. general and how, you know, how it typically works? Obviously, this time it didn't work because um, it was overridden, basically, uh, from what Something I can tell. Happened. Right. Yeah, we're not exactly sure what happened, but in typical flight, a commercial aircraft that is a jetliner, uh, an airline flight, uh, as soon as the, the aircraft is in the air stable and they, uh, what they say, clean up the airplane, uh, they turn on the autopilot. And the autopilot flies a specific vertical and horizontal route uh, to the next, to its destination. And honestly, in really bad weather, there's even an auto land system, a Cat 3 auto land system that will put the plane on the ground uh, without human intervention. And this raises a couple of of questions about training and about uh, the the ability of pilots to stay current 
And, and I'll give you one example. If you have an international flight, you're going to have as many as six uh, pilots, you know, to, to, to basically handle a, a flight that could go 12 or 18 hours. Uh, and those pilots, you know, you're only going to make one takeoff and one landing. How do you maintain currency? How do you keep your flying skills sharp yeah. if not really doing anything more than babysitting the air traffic or the, uh, the automation? So as, uh, as far as the, the autopilot goes, is that something you as a pilot, does it ever, does it bug you? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm sure you must fly uh, smaller planes, but do you, on a smaller plane, do you have that capability? Sure. And a lot of, uh, uh, even in, in serious, you know, prop uh, aircraft uh, that are used in general aviation by private pilots, you get a, what's called a flight management system. It could be a Garmin. It could be a, a, a different brand. But these flight management systems are also very, very capable, very powerful, and they can take the plane from a moment after takeoff until a moment before landing. And so the, uh, the, this, the problem that you run into is this total reliance on flight management systems is causing what a lot of pilots fear is a degradation of skill in the cockpit. So when you have an emergency or when you just have to take over, um, a lot of pilots are afraid that, that they're mm-hmm. not really capable of doing that. And Pete, part of your story, too, was uh, the, the, some pilots think that the automation has gotten um, too good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, the automation is so good that it does a lot of the wow. things. You know, I'll tell you what. There's a joke out there about, about automation and, and, and aircraft, and I'm not sure how how fair it is, but uh, in the cockpit of the future, you'll find only two things, a dog and a pilot. The pilot's job will be to feed the dog. The dog's job will be to bite the pilot if he touches the controls. That's how, <laughs> that's a, that's how crazy that's pilots. Really complicated it is. All right, and with that, Pete Combs, we'll let you go, man. Thanks so much. Thanks, guys. Have a good weekend. Uh, Pete Combs, ABC News. Now, does any of this make you feel better with your fear of flying? No, I think I will just be staying on the ground for the foreseeable future. Possibly indefinitely. Were you always afraid of? With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Twitter, did something happen to you in the air that nothing that made happened. you freak out? No, nothing happened. I developed a fear. I think it was post 9-11 was, after, was at when my fear of flying happened. Because I flew before that when I was little and I was fine. And then 9-11 happened. And uh, that just makes See, everybody nervous. I flew not too long after that. And I felt like, well, if it's ever going to be safe, this is about as safe as it's ever going to get. Right. Well, I think you feel that way after any of these um, unfortunate airline accidents because people are checking the planes closer. They're trying to prevent further accidents or other issues that are similar to what might have downed a plane like these uh, these planes that just went down. So but, yeah, it's still it's still uncomfortable. Coming up, John Mattery's Channel 9. Don't waste your money, including great St. Patrick's Day food and drink deals. Hells yeah. Shore and Vigora, Rob. What's going on? Robbie, Shore and Vigora. What do you have, son? Well, how about we just do a... Milford. Well, as it is a Friday, round about this time, 
We like to go to the AcuteHearingCenters.com hotline and talk to our good friend John Mattery's Channel 9. Don't waste your money. Johnny, help us out for St. Patty's Day. Yeah, it's uh, coming up this weekend, and uh, I know, Eddie, you've been uh, one who's been probably drinking the green beer for about, what, 30, 40 years now? I was never, <laughs> you know, what always gets me is green beer. It's beer with food coloring in it, people. It's not some special shamrock brew. I know. <laughs> but I will tell you this, John Matteries, St. Patrick's Day, there was always a legend that Houdini back in the day, Halloween was his uh, unlucky day. Mm-hmm. St. Patrick's Day has always been my unlucky day. Oh really? It's a it's a day you end up. Uh, the green beer comes up uh, the other end no, after you've had too many. <laughs> I, I wish I had that excuse, but it's like for whatever reason, my wife and I would always get in big giant fights. I was in a car wreck someday. Somebody rear-ended me, and I'm like, "What did I do, God?" Halloween is my holiday for that. I always really? have great St. Patrick's days, yeah. terrible Halloweens. Even Aww. though it's my favorite holiday, and I put my best foot forward every year, something happens. Keep my head let, down, Rachel, man. You shouldn't let Michael Myers into the house. You know, know when he shows up with that big white mask. You know, you just shouldn't let him he, in. He keeps telling me he's changed. <laughs> and from her talking about her dating history, do not doubt that. <laughs> I tell you though, there's lots and lots of restaurants offering all sorts of deals. I just put up a story on WCPO.com listing a bunch of them. McDonald's has the Shamrock Shake, and people love the Shamrock Shake. Also, Arby's has a mint chocolate shake. I, I like this one. Aldi is offering green cheese for your St. Patrick's Day party. Okay, I'm sorry, but green cheese, that's like green eggs and ham. They say it's not moldy. They say it's just a type of English sage cheese. Uh That's what they all say. Sure. Yeah, that's what they all say when the food's green. Right, when you're Uh, buckled over the toilet. Ah, Brugger's Bagels has their green bagels back. A lot of people like going there. If you're going to get a bunch of them, though, you might want to make a reservation. You might want to reserve them in advance because they do tend to run out at Brugger's. And and what fun is your St. Patty's Day brunch on Sunday if you just get a bunch of raisin bagels? (laughs) Because they ran out of the green bagels. Uh, Just get the raisin bagels and squirrels. Some green food that's, that's what everything is. I tell you, uh, Dunkin' Donuts has uh, mint donuts. Those are green glazed donuts. Krispy Kreme green glazed donuts. And I love this one. Uh, at Chili's, they have a Jameson margarita for $5. Now, I didn't know margaritas were Irish. But you know what, guys? I'm not going to complain. Now, I have a friend <laughs> who goes by Leprechaun because his parents are Mexican and Irish of descent. Leprechaun so that is just a margarita for him. Yeah, there you go. Bring it. <laughs> well, we had Molly Wellman in here yesterday bringing in some uh, Irish whiskey. What was the Talamore Dew, some kind of special version of that. You know, yeah. I just call it good because it yeah. was. It was del- <laughs> so are you going to go uh, John undercover with one of your nefarious schemes where you put on your sunglasses, your the sunglasses tr- your and trench, the trench coat, coat and the ball cap, <laughs> <laughs> and every parent with a child goes running out of the store or restaurant. Hey, excuse me, may I taste Uh-oh. your green bagels, please? Oh, watch out for that creeper in the trench coat and <laughs> the sunglasses, yeah. Oh, I also put up a thing in the story. I was mentioning the story I have on WCPR.com. I mentioned that Cracker Barrel has corned beef and cabbage. Cabbage. But when I first posted the story, I wrote corned beer and cabbage. And some guy puts in the comments, he says, dude, I think you've drank too many already. <laughs> <laughs> corned beer. <laughs> that's, a, that's a new one. So that's what, what else is going on? How about this uh, power surge thing? Because Rachel and I were talking yesterday about 
Being, oh, that storm. Being my out during goodness. the storm. and Wow. We, we got off early yesterday, so I took my lovely wife out to a little happy hour, get a little snack, have a little... Well, that was some a, happy hour with the lightning well, and the yeah. tornado. <laughs> and we're sitting there, and it's this kind of older place, and they have the cell, you know, the, there's a cellar, and we're watching this guy open the floor door, and we, and we know a lady who worked there, and Deb goes... So what are they, is there is something leaking or something? And she goes, no, we're opening that door in case the tornado comes through. Everybody can go down there. So it's going to be like the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> exactly. go, Dorothy, Dorothy. Luckily, we were sitting right selling. next to the cellar access. I'm like, oh, wow, I'm elbowing that pregnant lady right out of the way. Uh, give me another green beer. Yes. <laughs> With that. I tell you, though, some people had power surges, and there was one street. Uh, we went out and did this story because it was amazing up in Coleraine Township about – Eight or ten houses all lost a couple of appliances. TVs fried, uh, computers fried, and, you know, that that can happen if you don't have the TV and uh, the computer on the power strip that has the surge protector. But we found out is that all these smart appliances, they're vulnerable, too. And as a result really? of doing that story, I'm going to get a power strip for my refrigerator. Because these fridges cost like 1500 bucks. You know, that, that whole computer panel on the front by, like, where you make the water. And oh, if you have a power do, surge... Do you have one of those that tells you what's in your fridge and stuff? Oh, yeah. It's like this is internet-enabled refrigerator. I just, like, I really need that. Yes, of course you need that. <laughs> but I tell you, you have these fancy yeah. fridges, you might want to get a power strip for that because a power surge, when that lightning hits and there's a surge, I mean everything, even Eddie's vibrating bed can be fried by that power surge. Nothing can defeat that bed, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Except for yeah. lack of quarters. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, bought it from the days in 25 years ago, and it still works. When the old Rancho Rankin closed, I was first in line. Bring it. To get that bed, yep. Uh, And also, I know how you have this weird fetish for movie pass. Yeah. Now what? It's like every week I have more movie pass problems. I think like every two weeks he goes, oh, now we've got to talk to Matt Reese again about movie pass. No, now it's a competitor. A lot of people left movie pass. That's the movie subscription service. You know, it was unlimited movies, $9 a month. Then they cut you back to three movies a month and one movie a month, and people couldn't find any theaters that took it. So a lot of people moved to Cinemia or Cinemia, as some pronounce it. Uh, Cinemia is a competitor to MoviePass. Well, what happened was now people are complaining that they're being dropped for no reason other than they saw too many movies. See, um, we signed up for a MoviePass when it first came out, and I'm thinking, well, hell, if we go and we go to two movies in a month, we're paying, it we're paying for, for it, itself. right? Sure. Yeah. Right. One movie a month. Hey, so you're like, how does this company make business? Yeah. You know, how do they earn any money? Well, they really didn't, and they were just losing millions. So they've had all these problems. A lot of people switch to Cinemia because they go, oh, this is cool. It's a movie fast competitor. They're doing a better job of it. You're not going to have all the problems with the app. And, 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 and now they're terminating people saying, we suspect fraud with your account. And I interviewed one guy, and he says, I didn't do anything wrong. I went out and I saw, you know, four or five movies last month. And he says, I think they terminated me because I went out and saw five movies. See, if you go to a movie on your average, whatever, Tuesday, Wednesday afternoon, who are you defeating here? If you go to a 1230 showing of the latest Mission Impossible movie, because there's going to be maybe six other people in the theater. six people in the theater. (laughs) And you're going to go in there and spend $50 on snacks. I I have so much respect for people that still go to movies, actually go to movie theaters. I I think I do it twice a year, if that. 
At well, sometimes point. though, sometimes though a movie comes out and you just can't wait to see it. You know, like uh, A Star Is Born, Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. Yeah, you know, that one when I that one came know. out, people just wanted to see it. They didn't want to wait six months for it to show up on Amazon Video yeah, and iTunes. You know. Well, you know what, and you know, John, you have kids. Rachel doesn't have kids yeah. yet. I say yet because she's planning <laughs> on it. Oh, she might. She uh, might. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, guys, don't you dating her? Look over your shoulder. Uh, but uh, with the with the kids, you'd always take them to see whatever the latest Disney movie was, or as they got older, the Marvel movies and stuff yeah. like that. And so, you know, you take two two kids, and especially as they got older, two teenage boys to the movie theater. You're in deep, man. That's like yeah. that'd be a seventy-five dollar date. Yeah, it, it is. It is because the tickets are like thirteen bucks each, yep. and then the food just kills you. I mean, it is that it is that popcorn for like nine dollars, and the cokes and the snacks, yeah, and, then, and then they, Dad, can we get a candy bar? Ah, kid, that darn candy bar is going to cost me another eight bucks. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's just it's just <laughs> crazy. mommy's purse. It's right around the wine bottle there. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you want to go to college or do you want to go see the latest Marvel movie? Right. I mean, or do you want the thin mints? Yep. All right. With that, with that, Johnny, we'll let you go, buddy. Always a pleasure. Hey, have a good St. Patty's Day. Luck of the Irish and don't waste your money. Thanks, buddy. So there's uh, John Matteries. Uh, coming up, surprises. These guys pulled a surprise on their dad, and we're going to take your calls, too, as far as surprises that have gone well for you and ones that not so much. Yeah. And I believe Rachel might have one of the latter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we've got one of the sons who organized this uh, little surprise for their dad out in Jersey. Coming up next, after the news, News Radio, 700 WLW. So, Eddie, with Rachel and Faraki talking about surprises. Have you ever been surprised? Have you ever had a surprise go wrong on you? Well, this guy, I can't even imagine these guys. Uh, Christopher oh, Ferry is our guest. Chris Ferry. So, you uh, you and your brother, well, I think you came up with the idea, right, to surprise your dad on his birthday. Yes. Yes, we did. So, explain what happened here for people who haven't seen the story. Um, so as a kid, my brother and I used to always prank our father. Uh, he, he, tra- he took us uh, all over the country and, and Canada playing travel ice hockey. And after all the games, we would go out to dinner either to Applebee's or Chili's or some type of local diner. And my brother and I would always play uh, a prank on him. We would tell the, the server, a waiter or waitress, that it was my father's birthday. <laughs> and, you know, I'm sorry? No, go ahead. Go ahead. So the, the waiter waitress would come out uh, with all the other servers clapping their hands, singing happy birthday, and all the hockey dads uh, and my teammates would get a kick out of it. So, you know, we always loved it. You, you think he would, you know, catch on to it, but we got him every single time. We've had him done this hundreds of times. So this year when discussing it with my brother, um, you know, what we were going to get my father for his birthday, we were kind of stumped. And um, <clears throat> so we said we'd revisit it, you know, the next day. So later that night, I was working, and I, I own and operate a drug and alcohol rehab in Boca Raton, Florida, called Boca Recovery Center. So we have a billboard in Atlantic City on the Black Horse Pike, and I was actually looking at extending the length of time we had the billboard, and I thought to myself, what if we, what if we do a birthday prank, and what if we put my dad's 
big head right on a billboard that said, wish my dad happy birthday. So I immediately called my brother, and, and I told him he started dying laughing, and that, that's all it took. Um, the only question was whether or not we were going to do a Google voice number or put his 561 number, because we knew he was going to get a lot of calls um, but we, we thought to ourselves, go big or go home, and <laughs> so, you know, we put it up there, and, and now we're here. And his birthday's not until tomorrow, right? But you put it up earlier in the week. Correct. We, we we're going to have the billboard up for a month, so everyone has the opportunity to wish him a happy birthday. Um, but, yes, his birthday is tomorrow, correct. Do you have any idea how many calls he's already gotten off yeah. of this billboard? Uh, last, last, uh, guess was, well, last, you know, uh, last time I spoke to my father, he said it was around 20 to 25,000, but at this point, <laughs> um, that was before I think the, the Kelly and Ryan show and the New York times and everyone else picked it up. So it's, uh, we, I couldn't honestly tell you at this point how many calls and texts he's received. It's, it's crazy. He actually, my brother and I officially won the prank because he drove over AT&T to get a new number, and I'm contemplating whether or not I want to release the new number before his birthday. <laughs> it's awesome, man. Uh, so obviously, Chris, uh, Chris Ferris, our guest, you guys had no iota of a clue that this was going to be this freaking big. Absolutely not. We were just doing it to honor our father for his birthday, and it's been – uh, he's been in good spirits about it, and it's actually been really interesting because my father has been receiving calls um, from people's uh, from people whose fathers have passed, and because they can't call their father, they're calling oh, with him wow. a happy birthday. And there's been some really nice uh, there's been really, some really nice stuff that's come from it. There's also been some really funny texts, which <laughs> you know, we're, we're live on the air. I can't really go into. <laughs> So, so your dad has gotten the new number now because we we called it earlier. He still has a voicemail he, on there. He, he no, he still has the five six one number, and he's still receiving calls and texts. It's still going. He just added an additional. He just added gotcha. an additional line. So at that number again for people who want to get on board the ferry train here and wish uh, your dad a who is Chris Senior, correct? Yes, Christopher Ferry Senior. Uh, so that number again is. Five six one three zero seven four seven eight nine. Hold on, let me let me double check that. Actually, hold on. Be, I don't want to give you the wrong number on the air. Right, that's all we uh, need is a couple of hundred people to call some guy in uh, Chicago. So, so five six one three zero seven four eight seven nine. Again, five six one three zero seven four eight seven nine. All right. With that, Chris Ferry, we'll let you go. But I have to ask you one last thing. So uh, this is 62nd birthday. What's 63 going to be about? I'm actually with my buddy in the car now. And we were looking up billboards in Times Square. Oh, wow. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> we'll see if we can figure it out. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> we don't know yet. I don't, I don't know if we can top this one, but we're going to try to think of something uh, meaningful. All right, man. Good luck to you. And that's a, that's a pretty funny story. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. There's uh, Chris Ferry. No, that, that's kind of nice. Hey, Dad is still talking to them, so I consider that a win. Well, I, I th- he got a. I read in the story, their dad got the first message he got was a text from a guy going, "Happy birthday." That's all it said, and the dad goes, "Who is this?" And the guy goes, "My name is Nick." 
He goes, I don't, I don't know a guy named Nick. He goes, I know you don't know me. I, he goes, why are you wishing me a happy birthday? He goes, because I saw your number on a on a billboard. And the dad's like, what? So a surprise that you pulled or had pulled on you. Seven four nine seven thousand eight hundred. the big one, pound 700 on AT&T. One that worked out for you or one that uh, not so much? Rachel's got one of the latter there, uh, Rob. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yes. From so my my kid barely remembers it's my birthday. Let him go rent a freaking billboard. Oh, I know. I don't get uh, birthday gifts, Father's yeah, Day no, gifts. Man. One one of my kids is very diligent. The rest of them. Hmm. Yeah, my my kid's birthday present to me is that they let me take them out to dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday! And they know Dad. it's because they know it's going to be nice because I'm treating myself to it. Exactly. Uh, what do you got, kids? Like? You gotta love them. Yeah. From the UC in Milford. Eddie with Rachel in for Rocky today, talking about surprises. We talked to this guy who just surprised his dad. He and his brother put up a billboard in New Jersey with the, his dad's phone number on it. Wish dad a happy birthday. And what do you say? Like 25,000 20, 25, so far, last count. And phone calls. Yeah, and they're losing track. So, uh, surprises for you that have either gone really well or uh, not so much. Seven four nine seven thousand eight hundred. The big one pound seven hundred on AT and T. First up, hey Ralph, thanks for holding. What's going on, butter? Oh my, I have a confession to make. Please. Now this happened in nineteen eighty. Don't you think I should be forgiven by now? <laughs> that seems like to me it should have lapsed. <laughs> I mean, you know, and I was reminded of this by a colleague. I was a teacher at one time. I was reminded of this by a colleague. That you are still a total hole jerk, yeah, and you can you know use J A for that right, anyway. Right. So what I did is I told my girlfriend's friends, uh, sorority sisters, that I was going to have a surprise twenty-four carat birthday party for her, which actually is next week, and um, well, next week. Back in 1980. Gotcha. Anyway, anyway, so it was out of woods. Well, there was food, there was drink, and a cake, a carrot cake with 24 oh, little carrots on it. Oh, wow. And so, yeah. are you married to that woman now? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I, I thought yeah. that was the thing you were going to say you were reminded of, and I thought you were married to her. You're like, going, remember that time in 80? Oh. You piece of... Huh? <laughs> oh God! She won't talk to me afterwards. Uh, Are you kidding me? Oh my God! I was, I was, I was, Uber persona non grata. Uh, that's. I mean, when I would run into her friends, you know, and I teach, you know, I was a teacher, and I would run into her friends, and they would say, "You're a total jerk," <laughs> and this was. This was just a, about a year ago. I mean, so wait a minute. This happened, happened in eighty. So you're running to somebody a year ago, and her girlfriends are still pissed about it. I am telling you that that since 1980, <laughs> since 1980, whenever I go into a classroom and I, I scan the, the sheet to see if there's any teachers that I know, That's and good. and with married women, it's kind of hard because I don't know. Uh, and, it's, and and for the longest time, I wanted to say, Elaine, I am sorry. The, I I was a total jerk, Elaine. I am so sorry. 
So, Ralph, you just apologized to Elaine, and Elaine, I hope you've let it go by now. Her friends haven't. They Her never friends will. have not. <laughs> hey, Tom, talking about surprises, good or bad, what do you have? Well, I did this to my uh, my, my brother-in-law at the time. Uh, he had got pulled over for uh, weaving in traffic or whatever, and he had a, a... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Knife underneath the seat of his car. And he got a nice big ticket and all that stuff from it and everything. And, and he didn't pay the, hadn't paid the ticket. So I had one, one of the guys I was working with at the time call him and pretend to be a, a judge in another county or in the county that he got pulled over in saying that if he, he had to come in that night before midnight and turn himself in or they were going to put a warrant out for his arrest. <laughs> so he, 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 you know, we, it went through and everything and I gave him about a half an hour. So I called him and I said, Hey man, I said, how you doing? He goes, you ain't going to blank and believe what just happened to me. And I'm like, what happened? And he told me, and I, I did everything I could not to laugh, you know, laugh at him on the phone. So I, I said, dude, I said, you need to go turn yourself in because they're going to come and get you. So I gave him, about 10, 10 more, gave him about 10 more minutes, and I called him back and told him who I was. And he dropped a few, uh, few choice words yeah. on me and hung up on me. And he didn't talk to me for about six months after that. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, Drew. Talking about surprises, good and bad. What do you got? Good evening. So earlier this year, my wife's 30th birthday, I should say in 2018, it was my wife's 30th birthday. She always plans the best birthday parties I, I have ever had. So I decided this was going to be the big year, 30. Well, she, got, we, uh, she ended up getting pregnant, and uh, for her birthday in November, I was planning this huge extravaganza at the riverboats going to take a tour because she was pregnant. Got to find something to, for her to do. Right. Had a bunch of friends coming. The Saturday that it was supposed to happen, she delivered our uh, little daughter uh, the day before. So we canceled by surprise. Uh, see, now <laughs> that's a pleasant surprise. But Yeah, that, that, that's a birthday gift in and of itself. Hey, Ryan, talking about surprises, good and bad, what do you have? Uh, yeah, uh, best friend in high school. We were roommates uh, in college for a year. When we come back home, he ends up going to Florida, and I stuck around the hometown. Um, met this girl. We became really good friends. She wanted to meet my buddy, who is now a Hampton County officer, so I'll, I'll refrain from uh, okay. saying his name. And we decided to go to Florida to see him. She was a seamstress and made a maternity dress and a fake belly. And when we get to Florida, his, uh, we tell his mom the plan. And she says, I want to go along with it. I'm in. And he was a head chef at a restaurant. We went to visit him and attempted to convince him that he had met this girl at a party. She is now nine months pregnant. Wow. And he needs to own up to it. Wow. After some choice words, I was hiding in the restroom. Um, after some choice words, uh, they they got me out of the restroom and I was able to go back into the kitchen and uh, he didn't he wasn't very happy needless to say <laughs> think, the, man. the best part was as we're walking in everyone in the restaurant was 
looking at the young lady lovingly because she was so far along pregnant. And then we walked out to the car and came back, and she's in a pair of tight jeans and high heels. And looking fine. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. That's mean, man. Like, could you imagine being that guy? Because you're probably thinking, which party was it? Exactly. You start. You just start cycling through all of the nights you can't account for, and it doesn't look good because there's a few. Uh, my wife just uh, texted me, and I plan on telling the story, but it's a quick one. On my 40th birthday, my buddy and I, my best friend since uh, like junior high, he lives in. He's lived here as long as I have in Cincinnati. We moved here from Dayton, both of us. And um, so he, our birthdays a week apart, turning 40. So the night before my birthday. We went out and got it done, just the two of us. And I, I think Deb and I were just dating now, or just married. And I said, so, Bruce and I are going to go out, you know, blah, blah, blah. We're cabin at the whole nine yards. Don't even worry about us. And that's what I was still doing the morning show. And, again, I reiterate, we got it done. <laughs> so I get up the next day. I'm not feeling my best anyway, mm-hmm. but I'm a trooper. I go to work. And all of a sudden, I start getting all these crazy phone calls from people from my mom calls, my sister, people I went to college with, and blah, blah, blah. And Dan Patrick from uh, NBC doing the, I went to college with him. <laughs> he calls, and I'm like going, and I look at Jimmy the Weasel, who was my producer then, and I go, is this Haas? And he goes, uh, yeah. And I go, call it off right now. I was furious because I felt I'm ready to heave it at any given second. Now I'm trying to play nice with my mom and my aunt from West Virginia. <laughs> uh, but uh, your calls. 7497800 the big one pound 700 on AT&T after the news. 700 WLW. Come on, come on. Come on, come on. Eddie and Rachel talking about surprises, pleasant and otherwise. Seven four nine seven thousand eight hundred. The big one, pound seven hundred on AT and T. Don't think I forgot about you because I oh, want I, I want you to tell your story. But we got full lines here, so I wanted to get to Rob first up. Hey, Rob, what's going on? Good or bad surprise, hey. buddy? Uh, well, it's one that uh, we pulled on a buddy of mine one time. We were on our way. There were four of us on our way to the beach, Myrtle Beach, on our way to for vacation. Yep. We left after work. You know, summertime. Uh, windows down. Well, uh, I was in back with one, one of the guys and we had kind of fallen asleep. We woke up and, uh, we were in the rest area. The driver had pulled over and went to sleep. We got out, slid out, went to the bathroom. Coming back, I said to one of my buddies, I said, I got an idea. Here's what we do. What we did was the windows were open. I reached in, turned on the headlights. My buddy swung into the back seat. I got about 10 feet in front of the car, come running full speed. Made the jump. Rick's in the back seat and yells, Randy, look out! So the guy behind the wheel opens his eyes. You see him trying to turn the wheel, hitting the brakes as I bounce off the hood. Oh, you you ought to see the look on his face because I stopped with my face up against the window. <laughs> oh my god. Um we will I will say one thing. There was a little bit of urination involved I on his part. Say, man. Thanks, Rob. Luckily they were already at the rest stop, so it was a uh, quick change. Hey Josh, good or bad uh, surprise, what do you have, man? Uh, <laughs> funny for us, not for our friends. Correct. Uh, 
<laughs> I was in the Navy. I called a few weeks ago. We're the guys that took the ejection seat chair and turned into a beer pong. But anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know if you remember that day. But no, we went to Italy, same group of friends. We are over there. We had a buddy named Ahmad. He's from Lebanon in the Middle East. Well, he's he's still in the Navy to this day. It's 13 years ago. Great guy, got citizenship, but back then he was like a goody-goody, like he just got over here. His, he was worried about, you know, what his family saw on his Facebook and stuff back then. We are in Italy. We get him drunk for the first time ever. <laughs> oh, it's bad. We're in Naples. So there's a uh, building across the street that was known as, well, it was a brothel. Gotcha. <laughs> so we walk across the street with him. He's passed out completely. We're actually carrying him. The Italian police see us, and they're just laughing in the carabinieri. <laughs> well, we get them inside, and we explain what we wanted to do. <laughs> they're on board with us as long as we paid them. We see we got him down to his clothes, just his boxers, and he's in bed. A midget comes in, <laughs> a little lady, a short lady. She comes in and actually lays with next to him and is smiling. Well, the next day we're all just dying laughing. He wakes up because I had the weirdest dream last night. <laughs> oh my god! Next, the next thing you know, we all start like we couldn't hold it in no more. And when somebody posted it to Facebook, his entire family in the Middle East. <laughs> Oh my God! He still does not forgive us because I will never go to a bar with you all ever again. That's great, Josh. That's really that impressive. Is, that's, yeah. that's getting her done. Thanks, buddy. So now tell your tale of woe, your surprise. Oh, mine! Mine isn't fun though because mine's a bad surprise. Well, that's mine's what I'm saying. Yeah. Bad surprises are welcome. Well, uh, many many years ago, my my boyfriend was in L.A. He was there uh, for a work trip with a group of his colleagues. They were on the Sunset Strip, and he was complaining that he hadn't seen me in a few weeks. So I decided to buy a flight a ticket from chicago to la the and next day so he doesn't know this is happening he he's uh, does not know um so he's sweet talking yeah oh, i miss you so much right he has no idea so gotcha. um i i booked this ticket because i he's kind of sweet talking and kind of complaining and i'm done with the complaining i take action i buy the ticket it's a very expensive plane ticket right there's no you know mm. no planning involved get there uh i he finds out morning of and is a little bit less than happy that i decided to come surprise him on his work trip in la and i get there and uh his colleagues are talking about how they just had to switch hotel rooms from one hotel to another and it's grammy week it's really busy it's hard to get hotels on the strip the whole thing come to find out they have to switch hotels because the girlfriend he was dating on the West Coast knew which hotel he was at, and he did not want me to find out that there was a girl on the West Coast. So he made everybody in the group of the coworkers move to another hotel to keep her from finding him because she was up and down the strip trying to locate him and me to tell me that she existed. So, yeah, that was my, my cute romantic oh, trip. So to she LA. knew about you. She knew about me, yeah, yes. Well, okay. she I guess she found out when I showed up. That was, he had to explain, hey, so I actually have a real girlfriend and you're not it. And that did not go over well with her. I can imagine, you know, hey, it happens. Um, <laughs> me, I had to hang out with a guy that I realized was cheating on me for like four days in L.A. <laughs> awkwardly because well, he I'm... was like, how do I get home now? I have a, like my return ticket. I couldn't get a new one. It was really bad. So, yeah. Uh, and that, that reminds me of an old story with a, a, a good friend of mine. 
years back, she always had bad luck with with guys. And what reminded me is uh, this guy was a musician, a musician too. And uh, so then I would see he was always traveling, like you're saying, and yeah. da, da 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 da, and they'd get together whenever they could, and this and that and the other. Never home, always. He, right. It's his choice to be well, out on the road, but it's your fault that you're but, not seeing him. But check yeah. this out. So she decides what she was like, you know, he was in uh, whatever, New York City, say, whatever it was. She goes, I'm going to surprise him. And shows up at the show, and, uh, you know, everybody knows her, so she goes walking around backstage and wanders into the dressing room, and the guy freaks out. Mm-hmm. And there's a lady sitting there, and uh, she's going, hey, what's going on? And he goes, uh, what are you doing here, kind of, you know? And she goes, oh, I thought I'd surprise you and, and show up. And uh, he goes, huh, well, um, hmm, this is my wife. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> he had managed <laughs> to disguise the fact that he was married, and wow. they've been together for like a couple of years. Wow. Okay. See, I don't feel quite as bad, but I highly recommend any woman that's dating a guy. Surprise trips are the best. You find out what's really going on. It might not be pleasant, but you'll thank yourself later. I, one time, going down to in a way of this timeshare in Sarasota every June, blah blah blah. I've been going down there for years, and. The boys were little, and Deb went down there, and I had already taken too much time off. And I said, you guys just go. And so a week or two beforehand, I thought, you know, I could take a few days off. So I flew down there, and I'm taking a cab over to the condo where we stay. And the guy, he's like Middle Eastern or some nature, and he's <laughs> got this very thick accent. And he's asking me what I'm doing there. And I said, well, actually, I'm coming down to surprise my wife. She doesn't know I'm coming. And he goes... You sure you want to do this? <laughs> and I, uh, what are you talking about? He, he goes, knows. He it, gets it. Right. He goes, maybe it's a bad surprise. <laughs> I was like, well, I'll try my luck. <laughs> if she's cheating on me with my two little kids with her, that's really scummy. Wow. Uh, coming up, we're going to be talking some movies. Robbie, what do you have? From the UC Health Trial Milford. It is a Friday. It's Eddie with Rachel in for Rock today. And this time every Friday, we'd like to talk movies with this fella here on the AcuteHearingCenters.com hotline. Kevin Carr, how you doing, man? I'm doing well. How are you doing today? We're doing great. What's uh, what's hot this weekend? Well, Captain Marvel certainly still is hot. That's going to probably win the weekend again this week. Uh, there's not a whole lot of big movies that are releasing against it, but there's a handful of them. Let's let's talk about Captive State. I think okay. that's the one that's getting the most attention. That's what I was going to ask you about. I've read a little bit about that movie. Tell do tell. Yeah, it's a, a science fiction uh, drama, and it takes place like ten, fifteen years in the future after the aliens have come down and, and basically just uh, occupied uh, the, the the Earth, and, and they occupy various cities. They've basically just took and taken control of the government and are stealing the resources. Uh, and there's it takes place in Chicago, where this group of insurgents are basically trying to fight back against them. Uh, and John Goodman plays a government guy who's trying to sort of uh, deconstruct that splinter cell of terrorists. What's interesting about it is because it takes a place, it, it sort of flips the terrorist card where the insurgents are just average people trying to uh, stop an occupying force from outer space. Uh, so you sort of see it from, from that end of the coin. You know, kind of like how, you know, really, if you look at Star Wars, it, from the Empire's perspective, it's a bunch of terrorists who blow up a military base. <laughs> that makes sense. 
So is that the way they're treating this? I mean, is it kind of you can see the alien side of it? Yeah, well, yeah, well, no, no, you, you don't really see the alien side. You actually don't see the aliens much at all, and and that's kind of part of what it is. Is that you know that they've got planes. They really don't care about us. They're just sort of uh, working around us, so to speak. Uh, it's an interesting movie. It's got some neat stuff going on, although it does just sort of bog down with the characters. Like for the first half, it takes a while to really get through into the interesting stuff. Uh, but, you know, I mean, it's, I wouldn't necessarily say it's a run out and race to go see, but, you know, for like a matinee, it might not be a bad idea. You know, Kevin, I've thought about this. I've talked with my wife about this. What, what is it with movies sometime that, like you're saying, it takes a while to get started, or the one where it's like three quarters of a really good movie, and then that last quarter just sucks? Yeah, well, you know, I mean, uh, while you have a director or a producer in charge, and usually the director is a vision, movies are made by committee in a lot of ways. And then you throw a studio involved, and uh, you you do get a lot of back and forth. Some, you know, so it's it's not always easy to write a great script, and that's where it all starts. And then you got to cast the right people. I think, like for example, in this one, I, I don't think the cast really works for sort of the, the the main characters of the insurgents. Like John Goodman's fantastic in this, oh, he's always and he holds. The thing together, but the people that they have kind of uh, populating the rest of the movie just aren't aren't uh, the the best, and that's why it's uh, it's important to do all that processes, casting call, writing a good script, and then of course editing together a good movie. Sometimes you can trim out twenty minutes and make it move smoother. How about the other movie? What Wonder Park is that the is that the animated thing? Yeah, it's a kid's movie. It is about a girl who basically makes a, uh, her and her mother imagine this, this crazy, wild amusement park that they kind of create and pretend they have. And, you know, they've drawn pictures and done models of it. And then the mother gets sick and she has to go get treatment and the girl sort of puts it all away and doesn't want to deal with it anymore because it reminds her of her mom. And then, don't ask me how, but somehow is transported to where the, Wonder Park is actually real, and she interacts with the characters that created, uh, and she has to try and save that. It's a kid's movie. It absolutely is. It's an animated film, not at the level of something like Pixar or DreamWorks. Uh, obviously, How to Train Your Dragon is a better animated film out in the theaters right now. Uh, but it's it's cute enough. It skews pretty young, and you know, the story-wise, it's okay. I mean, it feels like it's something that would have been more comfortable on, like a direct-to-video type movie. Gotcha. Now, uh, you've also seen Climax, right? Yes, I have. What? Can you explain that? Because I've seen some of the the trailer, and it, mm-hmm. I'm I'm interested to get your take on this thing. Yeah, explain because I read about this movie, and I don't remember what it was about. Someone said dance party in hell. Described it as a dance a party in hell. Yeah, good way of putting it. Now, first of all, you got to know who directed this. It's a guy named Gaspar Noah, and he is a he's a French director, and he is out of his mind. He always <laughs> has very interesting visuals, but he also has very punishing movies, and it always has a lot of violence and sex. And uh, he's gotten several NC seventeen movies that he's that he's done. Um, they're not like for the mainstream, or certainly do not take the kids to these movies. Um, just so you know, so know what you're getting into. Before before you go see this one. Uh, not necessarily a first date movie either, you know. Uh, in this movie, it's about this dance troupe that's having a party after their last practice, and uh, they're at this sort of abandoned school uh, where they were doing their doing all their practicing and their rehearsals, uh, and somebody spikes the sangria with uh, hallucinogenic drugs, and they all go on this crazy 
bad trip and it gets crazier and crazier as the night goes on. I am not a fan of Gaspar Noe's stuff. I, I find his stuff somewhat repetitive and shallow, but there are a lot of critics who love this kind of thing. So, um, you know, know that going in that you're going to find a lot of great reviews of it, but like I said, you want to know what you're getting into before you see this movie. So in other words, go in really, really high. You could try that. Or just, you know, take a variety of drugs throughout and just kind of ride the train with all the other dancers in the movie. All right. With that, Kevin Carr, we'll let you go. People want to find out more. Where can they go? Fatguysofthemovies.com. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. So we were talking off the air, and and Rock and I did something uh, like this a while back. As far as movie recommendation, you know, I mean, it's easy to, you know, recommend Tombstone or whatever, something like that. But a movie that you recommend, because I was just telling uh, Rachel and I were talking, because you being the old maid that you are, you're talking about hanging out at your house tonight and sipping on some So excited. So excited to do it. Taking a hot bath and all that stuff. Picking out something nice on Netflix for myself. Yes. But a good movie you can recommend. You know, like I said, nothing famous, 749-7000, 800 the big one, pound 700 on AT&T. Because uh, one of my favorite movies of all time is called The Limey. If you've ever seen that movie, that's good. I kind of highly recommend that one. Ooh, we're going to have to get a list together. 749-7000, 800 the big one, pound 700 on AT&T. Give us something we can watch over the weekend. Hell, I might actually dig up Purple Rain. I haven't seen that in, well, not long enough. Got the news now. News Radio 700 WLW. Trick. Here on a Friday, talking movies. It's me, Eddie, with Rachel Lynn. One more day for Rock. And talking about movie recommendations you got. Now, I said the Limey is a, is a great one. Another great one, Shaun of the Dead. Have you ever seen that? Yes, one? I have. Shaun does plenty. It's, that's a good movie. Uh, see- With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I want to I want to preface this by saying I don't hold many people's opinions very highly in this building when it comes to movies and musical tastes. There are a lot of people that disappoint. Right. (laughs) Right. So many people that disappoint you, sir, are not among them. You are one of the few I will actually listen to. If you say, hey, this is cool, check it out. It actually usually is. Yeah. I mean, everybody's got their individual taste. I I guess. But, you know, uh, certain people, they shall remain nameless. (laughs) They'll recommend things like I think I've never seen Police Academy. Right. I'm sure it's fine. But It's, it's all right. Right, exactly. I've seen enough bits and pieces of it on TV to know that that's pretty much my opinion of it, too. So I'm not going to, but it's a travesty. It's an absolute movie travesty that I had <laughs> not humanity. seen Police Academy. So uh, that, for example, I, those people, when they recommend a movie, I don't listen. Well, you know where not to go. Exactly. Uh, 749-7800, the big one, pound 700 on AT&T, looking for your recommendations. Hey, Greg, give us a good movie that maybe we haven't heard about that's really cool that you love. 
Hey, listen, Tom Hanks plays a mobster hitman in this movie called um, Road to Perdition. Yeah. And it is an absolute stunner. It is a great movie. You would never believe that Tom Hanks. I remember that movie being out. I remember that movie being out, and I've never seen that guy. It's oh, really good. You need to see it, Eddie. It's a great movie. Great movie. Is that You're a Tom Hanks fan? And you got to see it. Is, is Paul Newman in that? Uh, no. Uh, yes, he is. Uh, oh, yes, is he? Is. Yeah, Jude Law is who Thanks, I'm buddy. thinking of. Uh, he's also in it. He kind of plays a, a counter to Tom Hanks in this movie. So Tom Hanks is a bad guy. He is. Yes. Wow. Hey, Mary. Thanks for holding. You're on with Ed and Rachel. What do you have? It's an oldie, but it's the fabulous Baker Boys. I remember that one. That's it. And, and thanks, Mary. That's uh, uh, Jeff Bridges and Bo Bridges, his brother, and Michelle Pfeiffer. I love Jeff Bridges. And that was Just when, in general. That was when uh, Michelle Pfeiffer was at the height of her powers, too. Wait, what? She she is not not at the height of her powers right now. No, I'm saying she is still at the height of her powers. Oh, I'm just saying this was when she was. I mean, <laughs> good God! Hey, uh, Robert, you got a movie suggestion for us? Yeah, I got one for you. It's probably something you never heard of. It's a Daniel Craig movie called Layer Cake. You know, I remember that title. What's that? A, is that a gangster movie or something? Yeah, it's some kind of organized crime over in the UK. I kind of think of it as the Goodfellas of the UK. Uh, he comes out as a businessman, but he's a drug dealer uh, dealing cocaine. And he kind of things just go really awry for him. He's trying to get out of the business. He's made his money. And things just kind of, you know, come to an end for him. And he wants to get out of the business. And some of the guys that's above him in the organized crime, they want to keep him in there. So they try to kill him off. And he comes up with this plan, and it kind of works out for him. And towards the end, it's a big twist. You know, kind of got to watch it. I want to give it away. Thanks, buddy. A layer cake. You know what? And and also, Robert Daniel Craig is a badass in every movie he's in. Yeah, this is before Bond. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's what I I think so. I forget this movie that he was in a comedy movie not too long ago. I have to think about it. But meantime, let's get Charlie on. Hey, Charlie, how you doing, buddy? A movie we haven't seen. Give us a recommendation. I've got got two actually. One is Meet Joe Black. That's a good one. Yeah, and the other one is. And the other one is Snatch. Love Snatch. That's one of my favorite movies. You know, Charlie, I, that's, Snatch is a movie that people have recommended to me a million times. I've never seen I it. I think I'm one of those people. You're probably yeah. horrible. <laughs> uh, thanks, buddy. Hey, uh, Buck, what's going on? Give us a movie. Legends of the Fall. I think that was one of the best movies I've ever seen. Which one? Who? Anthony, Ho- Anthony Hopkins, ah, Brad Pitt. Yeah. Uh, great movie. I know I remember that name. It came out in what ninety two, ninety three? I want to say something. Uh, yeah, early yeah. that I believe it that, was. Yeah, that, that it sounds is, about it right. Is, it, it is a great movie. It is an absolutely great movie. It, it shows that family, no matter what, when they fall apart, they come together at the end when you count need to count on them most. It was great. And thanks, Bud. See again, I know I I know I've heard these names before. Like I never thought to really get great back scenery and... in that movie because I think it was mostly, if I remember correctly, shot in Alberta, Canada. Hey, Lee, what's going on? Give us a movie suggestion. Hey, I got three of them, three great rom-com movies. Uh, Eddie, you would love them. Rachel, you'd definitely love them. Uh, the first one up is Adventureland. If you've never seen Adventureland, it's one of the best cute little movies you've ever seen. I with saw that a while back. Yep. Soundtracks. Um, the second one would be uh, Sun- Sunshine Cleaning. If you've never seen that movie, that movie is amazing. It's about two sisters. Uh, it'll cheer you up, but come together at the end. 
Uh, and the last movie, if you've never seen this movie, it's great. It's by the Duplish Brothers. Uh, Safety Not Guaranteed. It's got Aubrey Plaza in it from Parks and Rec. Uh, it is just one of the cutest little movies um, that you ever see. Uh, great date movies. So if anybody's trying to take Rachel out on a date, these would be great Aww, movies. To have. So that's sweet. leave that last movie, The Safety Not Guaranteed. That's not that old, is it? I remember that title. No, these are all these are all recent movies. You got all these people coming on here talking about these movies from the nineteen sixties and seventies. Nobody gives a damn about those movies. They don't <laughs> Thanks, buddy. my man. Uh, hey, John, got a movie up for us? Yo, John. Well, and she's sitting here with me, and she's on the phone as well. Rachel, you got a movie suggestion for us? Yes, uh, it's Secondhand Lions with Robert Duvall and Michael Caine. What is it? It's called Secondhand Lions, like used lions. Hmm. Nah, I've never heard of that one. It's a really good movie. We'll, uh, we'll look it out. Look it up. I mean, if it's got Michael Caine in it, it's good. Yeah. He's, he's, again, one of my faves. Hey, Jeff, what's going on? Give us a movie suggestion. Hey, uh, this is an older movie. Uh, the old, the other guy, old movies are still good. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. Logan, Logan's Run. Uh, that's a science fiction movie. That was Rachel's going. What is that? Who Who is in yeah, that? I mean, wasn't Farrah Fawcett in that? Uh, yeah, she was, along with, uh, oh, I can't think of the guy's name now, but it was basically uh, population ran out of control, and they capped it by putting people in cities, and they were uh, killed off when they were 30 years old. They had a crystal in their hand that showed how old they were. See, I remember, and thanks, buddy. I, I totally remember that movie. Hey, I think they made a TV show out of it. Hey, Jeff, what's going on? Give us a movie a suggestion. All right, same guys who did Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, Nick Frost, and Simon Pegg. That is awesome a fantastic movie. movie, yes. You know what, Jeff? That's uh thank you. Top of Solid top call. of mind. If you've never seen Hot Fuzz, that movie is very good. Uh seven four nine seven thousand eight hundred the big one pound seven hundred on AT and T. We'll take your suggestions for something to watch over the weekend. Rob, you got something off the top of your head? That secondhand Lions is a good movie. It's got a great scene at a bar with Robert Duvall in there. Just, uh, he's a badass. See, I'm trying to think. <laughs> I mean, I seems maybe I've heard that name, but I don't know anything about it. Oh, it's great. you got to look into that one. I would also recommend Dan in Real Life with Steve Carell. Yeah, wasn't that like the first uh, serious kind of movie that he did? Yeah, really good movie. It's got some funny parts in it. But uh, just got a nice family edge to it and uh, has some cool stuff in it. Another uh, movie with him in it that uh, Rock and I are always talking about is Waiting for a Friend or Looking for a Friend for the End of the World. I've never seen that. Check it out. Very good. From the UC Health Traffic Center, UC Health is Cincinnati. Eddie and Rachel looking for movie recommendations. Off the top of your head, you got one? I'm giving a couple of mine. Yeah, um, I'm going to go with favorite rom-com that's lesser known, High Fidelity. Ah, yeah. John Cusack, yeah. Uh, Jack Black's in it. It's a really good rom-com. Uh, and then uh, if you want to do something offbeat, Brick. It's a modern film noir. Um, What's that one? Who's in it? Uh, Gordon Joseph Levitt is the lead. And it's uh, a traditional film noir in modern times. I kind of remember that being yeah. out. Yeah, and it has all the, the noir language, and it's all, yeah, it's really cool. What, everybody's acting like Bogart or something? Pretty much, yeah. Gosh, eh? Yeah, it's, a, it's, gotcha. all, it's all got its own, like, you know, it's shot a certain way in that whole thing, so. 
Taking your call, 749-7800, the big one, pound 700 on AT&T. Hey, Brian, you've been holding for a while. Wanted to get to you, buddy. What do you have? Is that me? Yep. I got a couple. First off, you got to see Snatch, man. Yeah, that's uh That's, that's should definitely, be your homework for the weekend. I, I, you know what? Done. I'll go and watch it. Cause I've, like I said, I've had too many people say, dude, exactly what you're saying. You have to watch that movie. Great movie. And in the same vein, Lock, lock Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Yep. The in, Guy Ritchie movie, I believe. Yeah, and that's, I was going to say, isn't that both Guy Ritchie? Yeah. Seems to me. Yeah, it's a phenomenal movie. Yeah, I've, And then uh, if you haven't seen Real Steel, I was surprised by that. It's kind of a father-son movie. I got a son about that age, and it's quickly become one of my favorite movies. I watch it every time it's on. What is that one? It's Robot Boxing. I thought oh, it was yeah. going to be dumb as hell, but <laughs> it turns out it's really a great movie. It's a good storyline. Is that the one with uh, uh, Hugh Jackman, it seems to me? Yeah. Hugh Jackman, yep. I'm not sure the kid's name, but it is Hugh Jackman. Yeah, I mean, I, it's just one of those, and, and thanks, buddy. I think maybe I was kind of flipping around and maybe run across it. Yeah, it's really, it's actually pretty sweet. He's right. It's hey, Todd, give us a movie suggestion, buddy. Three. Harper? Which is uh, Paul Newman oh, that's an old one. and Robert Wagner, very uh, very late sixties, uh, little Quinn Martin kind of thing. Yeah. Um, for comedy, Sob. What's and the two movies have a common denominator: Shelley Winters. Can't oh, go man. wrong. Can't go wrong. And either. and Hollywood Nights. See, that's a, an old buddy of mine. He swore by that movie, and I, I don't know a thing about it. He claims it's hilarious. Uh, Robert Wall, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer's first movie. Um, it's it's a lot of blackouts and uh, a lot of familiar faces, and very funny. I will uh, see. Now I'm, I'm getting some good hints here, man. Yeah. Let's get Jim on. Hey, Jim, thanks for holding, buddy. You're on with Ed and Rachel. What do you got? Yeah, I'll just give you one, Eddie. And those three movies, those are all good movies. But come on, you could do better than that. Um, I'll give you State of Grace. Um, I don't know if you've heard of it. Um, somebody mentioned Road to Perdition earlier. This is, and that's a great movie. Okay, this is an even better movie. And with St. Patty's Day on Sunday, it uh, revolves around the Irish mob. It's got Sean Penn, Ed Harris. Uh, Gary Oldman in one of his best roles ever, um, and Robin Wright. I mean, it, 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 you'll never look at the St. Patty's Day Parade the same. <laughs> State of Grace. Everybody I've ever told about this movie couldn't believe they never heard of it, and they've watched it repeatedly since. You know what? That's I have definitely heard of that movie. Hey, Willie, thanks for holding. What do you have? Well, I got an officer and a gentleman from the 1980s. That's one, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty popular, though, isn't it? Well, yeah, it should have been. It was back then. <laughs> Richard Richard Gere, Lou Gossett, Deborah Winger, yeah. Yeah, and, I, and thanks, buddy. I think that, didn't Lou Gossett win an Oscar for that? I'm not sure about that. Hey, Paul, thanks for holding. You're on with Ed and Rachel. What do you have? I've got uh, Midnight Run, Robert De Niro, yeah. Charles Grodin. Absolutely hilarious. First time I really ever saw Robert De Niro do, like, a comedic role. Yeah, that's really what, good stuff. I did see that one, and that is that is a very funny movie. 
What's going on with you, Jimmy? Thanks for holding. Give us a movie. I got two. Two Wong Fu, which is uh, um, Leslie Snipes, John Leguizamo, and Patrick Swayze yeah. are all cross-dressers. And I was going to say, they're in drag, right? Yeah, and that's one my girlfriend loves, and I thought it would be dumb as hell, and it was, it was pretty damn funny. And then uh, St. Patrick's Day, it's a, it's a mafia one uh, called Kill the Irishman. And it's got uh, Vincent D'Onofrio and um, uh, Christopher Walken in it. And it's a, it's a pretty good, crazy mafia movie based up there in Cleveland on a true story back in the 70s, I think. Cool. Thanks, Jimmy. Hey, Chris, what do you have, buddy? Give us a movie. I've got two for you that you're going to absolutely love. One is a Robin Williams obscure com- comedy with Edward Norton called Death to Smoochie. Yes. Yeah, that's a great movie. I, I have seen that one. One of the funniest movies ever. Yeah. It deals with, with what goes on behind the scenes of children's television. One of the funniest movies ever. And then if you want a really, really good suspenseful movie, you might not like it because it's subtitled. I hate subtitled movies, but this was probably one of the best movies I've ever ever seen. It's called Brotherhood of the Wolf. Okay. What uh, is it? What is it? Chinese or something? Is it like a kung fu? No, no, no. It's a, it's a French movie. Oh, French. Okay. And it, it, and it deals with they, they bring there's, – there's this giant mystery going on in France where all these people are getting killed, and they think it's a month. This cop guy from the colonies over with his Apache guide, and they have—they're like detectives. They have to fight, figure out what's going on. It's one of the most suspenseful movies I've ever seen, and the special effects are amazing. But it, if you don't like subtitles, this one will win you over. On it, thanks, buddy. This is a good way to follow up our movie guy. Yeah, I like this. I mean, yeah. again, I'm picking up some good hints here. Mm-hmm. Some of these things I know I've heard the title before and got no idea what they are. And uh, speaking of French movies. Ever seen that it's not subtitled, but I think the original this was a remake of a French movie, The Professional. Yeah. When uh, Natalie Portman was a little girl, it's creepy as hell it if is. you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But that's a really good movie. Yeah, that is a good movie. Coming up, we're going to be talking about what's trending. What do you th- sure. what do you think? We can we're do that. Talking yeah. a little movie here. We uh, have some good movies that are uh, not trending yet, but now that we've exposed them, they will. That's after the news right now. News Radio 700 WLW operating on low fuel. <laughs> how you were up? How late last night doing uh, the till ten? But I had I to do a morning show, um, so oh, I had to be yeah. in office at six. But yeah, the iHeart Music Awards went off without a hitch. Um, Except for they cut it off at the end. Well, there was that one thing where the wow. song of the year didn't actually get to do their acceptance speech. They got <laughs> thank you very, and then cut to our logo. But eh. you know, hey, gotta give them credit. Sometimes award shows go super long. We all complain about that. Everybody complains about that, right? We did not do that. We had a hard out at ten. That's what happened. And they went, baby. So good for them. And me, because I finally got to go to sleep. Let's see what else is trending here. How about number three, Matt? Trending topic number three. Three. We have the cutest, cutest video of a bulldog calling for his sister to help him. It's, is that cool or what? When he sees a scary cheetah on the TV. And it's just, you just want to get in there and be like, it's okay, buddy. It's on uh, 700WLW.com. You can find Eddie and Rocky's blog there. But I saw that and that made me laugh. He's so cute. They're so cute together, but yeah. Well, and it, 
when you watch it, you think, okay, the caption says this is what happens. When you watch it, it's what happens. Yeah, he, he barks. He barks at, <laughs> at the TV for a minute. Then he barks off into the distance. And from the distance, I think her name's Khaleesi, which yes. is so cute. Khaleesi comes trotting in to save the day. And uh, and he goes and sits on the couch while, while she gets all wound up mm-hmm. looking at the cheat on TV. Yep. Uh, how about number two, Matt? Trending topic number two. Um, we talked about this a little bit earlier off the air. The video that the diver says the shark is kissing him. The shark's not kissing him. The shark is taste testing you. You are not tasty. He's just not eating you because you're. that's not a kiss. So is he... He thought maybe he might want to eat the guy and then decides after he takes a little nibble that right, uh, he's yeah, you're not worthy of me eating. He's trying to see what this thing is in front of him. Is it edible? But the diver says it's, I mean, I guess people just have to go and make the judgment for themselves. You can see this on Eddie and Rocky's blog. But I think, I think the shark was trying to see, hey, is this lunch not oh no. i love you diver person not that i don't believe everything that comes out of willie's mouth <laughs> but is that really true the story he was telling on the other day about the whale swallowing the guy yeah yeah that, that really happened a guy was snorkeling off the coast of south africa and a bird whale was uh, trying to catch sardines opened up his mouth really big to take a big gulp of That's sardines what they, do. they just swim mm-hmm. along and Everything goes into their mouth. And he got a little bit more than he bargained for, as did the diver. And they both ended up a little shook by the situation. The whale spit him out. The diver was happy to be alive. He wasn't in any real danger. Those That type of whale doesn't have teeth. It has more of, you know, the the gummy mouth thing uh-huh. that allows them to eat small fish. But Well, I'm sure that guy thought about that when he was in the belly of the beast going, well, this guy's he's gonna he can't chew me up. I don't think that was going through his head. I think it was just uh, words we can't say on air. Was that was probably what was going through that man's head in the moment when he realized he was in the whale in a whale's mouth. There would have been lots of stuff coming out of my body. None of it good. And then, worst part, you're in this like one of those dive suits, so it's all trapped in there with you. <laughs> it's it's just would, a bad day when you get I, swallowed by a whale. I'd do it on purpose, so the whale would spit me out. I mean, that's one way to do it. I think the whale was just already uh, in in a situation it didn't want to be in. So he he got himself out of that. I think you would just end up being in your own bodily fluids. Well, and at least scared. it came out of the mouth, huh? Right, exactly. There could have been through. another yeah. direction he yeah. could have gone. How about number one, Matt? Trending topics number one. one. You got to love Florida crime news. It never ceases to amaze, right? Guy in Florida robs a liquor store wearing a Spider-Man mask. <laughs> he's got the red shirt to match, so he's uh, he's he's got his whole Spider-Man vibe on. He uh, got away with nearly $150 worth of liquor and uh, $400 plus worth of cigarettes. Now, See, police are looking for for this man. They have put out the word, obviously. They want to try to catch this guy. But uh, See, if I'm going to do uh, time in the big house, it ain't going to be because I stole a bunch of camel lights. You know? Uh, I mean, it, he's got the mask, though. When you're uh, hard-pressed well, for a well mask, <laughs> when you're hard-pressed for a mask and you're going to commit a crime... Here he is. He kind of got away with it. So now they're trying to find somebody that knows the guy that has the Spider-Man mask. 
And Good I, that, that luck na- in That narrows Florida. it down, right? Right. And also, it's the last day of Soul Week on the mm-hmm. Song of the Day, and you got to admit, this belongs at the top of the list. Absolutely. I, I love your theme weeks in general. What can we expect next? Are you going to tell us, or are you going to give us a little glimpse into the a, future? That's a no? tease for Monday. Oh. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.